Public Radio's LossesTAVShow.com's Gange. You're listening to The Starting Block. Hey, what's The Starting Block for another week? Always, we've got myself, Bruno, and I'm joined by a man who sneakily changed the title of this show to a much better one than what I sent him yesterday. Okay, Captain Damo, how are we, sir? Very good, Greeno. Good evening to you, boys, girls, listenership. Thank you for joining us. I didn't know we had a title because I couldn't find a title. Did you send me a title yesterday? I didn't even know. <laughs> that's why I put. That's exactly. why I just made one up. It's exactly where it normally is in the uh, in the header of the email I send you with the rundown. No, it wasn't because I'm looking at the header of the email right now, and the one that I sent you ten minutes ago, the one I sent you yesterday. No, nah, the one you sent earlier tonight, and it was it wasn't yeah, ten minutes ago. It was two and a half hours ago. It's two and a half hours ago. There, there, there are about <laughs> 10 minutes, uh, two and a half hours, yesterday. close enough, whatever. Same, same, same. Yeah. Uh, semantics, really, sir. Really? Yeah. <laughs> we done the blockheads millions bit? We did yeah, that, right? we did that, yeah. Do we, we don't really do that anymore. That was old school. Huh. These days, I'm nah, just like, yeah, do. whatever. Here you going. There you go. No one's listening. <laughs> there you going, dickheads. Um, <laughs> quick, quick bit of feedback before we start the show, Damo. Mm, uh, bit of pre-show. The feedback is, yeah, as I walked out to do the show, a uh-huh. uh, bit of advice from the wife. Yeah. Um, less fucks. She's like, all I hear really? uh, through as I'm trying to put the kids to bed, as I'm trying to watch TV on a Friday night, yeah. is fuck, 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 fuck. fuck, fuck. Like, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of fucks in the show. Right. Control it. Mm. So that, that's the feedback, less fucks. Whether okay. we adhere to the, the fuck, fuckless request or fuck lessening request uh, to, to be seen, we'll was, to fuck count. Was there any kind of like definitive number put on it or just generally less fucks generally? Because I'd like to know. Uh, if we are to reduce the number of fucks that we do, Greeno, mm. like what's an acceptable level of fuck uh, on the show? Fair you know? point. Is it like, and how do we how do we gauge it? Is it like fucks per minute, or well, that's what I'm thinking. Is it is it, is it fucks per minute, fucks per show, fucks or per is show. it uh, f- fucks fucks per sentence? So yeah. let's say I I manage to find a way to speak quicker. Mm. Am I allowed an extra fuck if I can throw an extra word into a sentence? You yeah, know? but the cool. same like word to minute ratio. Mm. Well, I mean, so if I could normally say a hundred words yeah. and I'd normally put five fucks in it, yeah. can I still do the same five fucks, but I have to do 110 words instead? Yes. Well, and here's what I'm thinking too. Am I allowed to carry over unused fucks? Because I probably would rather collect a few fucks up over the course of the show and then unleash them all at the end or something like that. Mm. So if I don't use racing- up, yeah. So if, if like the limit is five fucks per minute, what if I do yeah. two or three fucks per minute? And then those two yeah. then carry over, you see. Carry over to minute six. Yeah, good yeah, call. Yeah. Now, the other, question, the other thing as well is, like, she's only hearing my fucks, right? Oh. So there's no – so you've got unlimited fucks, I believe. Okay. According to the wife rules. I've got a green it's light. It's more just me. Right. You've got a green light, but for me, I've, I've got to reduce the fucks because she can hear the fucks. Right. So I can just mm. fuck, fuck, fuck. doesn't matter. Yeah, uh, exactly. Go. You're fine. <laughs> But what I what I think I I think then I can then pass over mm. as part of the block family. Yes, my fuck allowance over to you, who already has free reign. Oh, so right. if you'd usually use say five fucks per sentence, yeah, then you can now take the two point five. I've got to reduce mine by. Ah, oh, so now seven. We're going to be drowning in fucks here, Greeno. Yeah, it can be a fuck fest. <laughs> <laughs> nice, Gary. Wasting your time here on a Friday night. Welcome yeah. to the block. Um, Damo, you sent me this very excitedly today. Well, not excitedly, kind of sad, to be honest. Yeah. Um, um, we, 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 like, we like mantles. We like bragging rights. We mm, do enjoy them. That's true. Um, unfortunately, today, you had to pass on the very, very sad news of uh, a mantle that we lost to our, our southern brothers and sisters down there. 
in Victoria. Yeah. And, you know, like you said, it, I think we did the best we could. Uh, the news came out earlier today, Greeno. Victoria has set a national record for daily cases with 1,838 1, new COVID-19 infections. Nice, and I thought, you know what? We like to talk some trash here on the show, Greeno, don't we? We talk a little smack about Victoria. Um, we superiority, were, yeah. Yeah, definitely our superiority. And, um, you know, when we started cracking, you know, sort of 1,200, 1,300, 1,400, 1,500 cases a day, we were like... setting numbers. That's right. We were like, exactly. We were like, suck a dick, Victoria. Like, we win again, you know. (laughs) We're number one. I think we did a segment. We're number one. That's right. Uh, So you have to give credit where it's due, you know. You've got to tip your hat to the Victorians. Um, I, I commented under this tweet, as a Sydney cider, I have to say respect to you guys. We thought you had you. We had you a few weeks ago when we were cracking fifteen hundred a day. But your boys really toughed it out and earned this one. And I think you know, congratulations, Victoria. Well I mean, very commendable numbers. And you know, sometimes you just got to admit, Greeno, that you've been beaten by the better man. You know. Well, that's it. You know, you got to suffer those losses, and we'll come back better. Don't get me wrong. Mm. Uh, don't get me wrong. Good, good news. I reckon, and, and you know, bold prediction, mm. Nostra Greeno. Yeah. With uh, with the reopening of New South Wales, uh, you know, fucking early, because we've got a new new premier now. So he's like, fuck it, open it up, Dom, open that bitch up. Dom Peritet. is yeah. it Peritet or Peritay, Green? Don't know. Haven't bothered looking up his name. Okay. Um, he's gone open on up. So prediction hmm. within the next six weeks, yeah, we will beat that Victorian number. You reckon it's going to be six weeks, Green? Within that six-week period. I'm not saying it's going to be six weeks away. I said within that six-week period, uh-huh. we will obliterate 1,800. You heard it here first. I hope so. I mean, you know, because it would be good to get back on top, wouldn't it? And I don't want them to have that. that lead. It's kind of like, you know, when, when someone takes you over in the middle of the season mm. and they've got the top of the ladder and, and you're like, fuck, I've got to run them down post-origin or whatever. Yeah. I think this is our little origin origin malaise, you know. We're missing our top players. Yep. But. Credit to the the new premier. He's gone. Look, I'm not going to stand for this fucking record being broken mm. uh, by Victorian. Yeah, because those numbers will go up as well. Like they're going to set 2200 I reckon in the next couple of weeks. Yeah. So they've they're going to set the bar pretty high. Mm. And he he's just gone. Look, boys, we need to train the house down <laughs> and uh, get back to it asap. We're opening up. Fucking go nuts. Yep. And we'll get that two thousand back up there. Quick smart. Nice, Gary. I certainly fucking hope so, Greener. I how, how's this for an idea? I've got a little idea to help mm. things along because you know we all like uh, the drama in the press before a game, don't we? We like the mind games, Greeno. Pre-match wank, Pre-match as we like wank. to refer to it. So here's yeah. my idea. This is what I'm putting on the table. What if we dedicate Freedom Day in New South Wales to Victoria? <laughs> we say we're yes. opening up in your honour, right? Like. We're opening yeah. up as a solemn kind of statement of, you know, togetherness and unity. That's why we're going to go out and drink beers today, okay? You know, we're, right. we're going to go to the beach. And and whilst Victoria has the record of, you know, 1,800 cases, daily cases now, you know, we'll go out and have our picnic screen and our barbecues and our, our pub lunches. Mm. What do you think about that? And we'll say, this is all for you, Victoria. <laughs> this is because we love mm. you. You know, I think that'd be a great yeah. idea, don't you think? That's it, kind of like a fallen comrade, yeah. you know, you're paying respect to post-match. Exactly. I like it. Exactly. I like nice, it. Nice, uh, I didn't put in the rundown, but speaking of uh, restrictions, good news, Damo. Mm. Uh, Troy, Troy, our Uni Day reporter, sent this through mm. earlier in the week. 
he was reading through the the restrictions and noticed an interesting uh new ruling okay so a lot of areas still going to do like an area restriction so you know you can only have x amount of people over a certain square footage so mm. if you go to a pub you can go to the pub as long as you're vaccinated but You've got to uh, you got to be like one person per four square meters. Right. So you can't. Right. You're not really going to the pub with anyone at that point. You're just kind of all under. You're all in one big room, but you're not really with anybody. Yeah. It's a long table. It's a big table. It's a big now they've listed they've listed the venues that have to adhere to these rules. So it's okay. you know like pub hairdressers, which is going to be interesting. Trying to cut your hair from one one four square meter away yeah. but uh listed below that well sit tight brothels. because brothels allowed to reopen demo yeah. but oh here we go oh you've got it excellent oh, okay. Inti- intimate services including strip clubs sex on premises and 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 sex services reopen with the density of one person per person for four square meters now it's mm. it's an interesting situation so firstly strip clubs okay understandable lap dances out okay I'm assuming. no lap dances right no lap dances sex on premises and sex services reopening with a density of one person for four square meters mm. now well, we did the math on this it means only allowable now guys that have four meter dicks <laughs> nice gary you know what i'm thinking greener meter- when you when yeah. you go down to like the asian rub and tug greener the Asian mm. massage parlor. She's going to have to jerk you off with a long pair of barbecue tongs. Bit of tongs. Bit of tongs. Safety first, sir. Yeah. Safety first. But we'll have to. Um, we'll have to put like. We'll have to tape some kind of rubber around the tongs because you don't. No, those no, no. Get those metal rubber, edges, edges greener. Get those. Get the ones with the rubber edges. You're all good. The yeah. rubber covers. You ever yeah. seen those ones? Yeah, like they they're like salad. The they're like salad yeah, safety they're more like tongs. tongs. Yeah. yeah. Salad tongs is recommended. That's the the blocks endorsement uh, for the the reopening of rub and tugs. Mm. We recommend the use of salad tongs with with the rubber with, on the end of it for safety purposes. Yeah. Four meters away. That's right. um, oh, actually, I didn't I didn't apply logic to to my joke from before. Mm. It's gonna have to be your dick's gonna have to be in excess of four meters because ah. as soon as it's inserted, yeah. you're back inside four meter radius. Ah, that's true. Like so if they can if your dick is four meters and it's one person per four meter squared, four meters. then basically all you can do all, basically all you can do is touch the tip of your penis to their palm. But they yeah. can't you can't go any further than that because that's exactly four meters. You know, you can just touch the tip of your penis up against their leg or something. And that's yeah. it. You know, uh, you're not allowed to touch it. We should put a little mask on the penis screen on the end this of it. Actually, this is, you've raised another interesting uh, thought there, Damo. Uh. Now, when it says uh, one person per four square metres, hmm. what part of the person uh, has to be four metres away? Let's say you're into feet, yeah. right? Mm. It, yeah, like, it, does the, is it just torso? Is it mouth? Like, what's the rule? Am I allowed to get a, a foot job, if you will, and, and have that? You know the length of the foot not included in the four square meter rule. Mm. I think I think you'd be okay as long as you wrap the feet in plastic bags. Plastic bags? Can I put some? Can I put the rubber thing similar to the salad tongs over the feet? No, no that's okay. Like make some Crocs. We'll put some Crocs on the feet. Right now, but you you don't want to cross contaminate greener. So whatever mm. whatever's touched the penis, you don't want touching your feet and vice versa, especially with the salad tongs because we're going to need them. Yeah, I don't have an, I don't have another spare set of tongs in the house. Those are the so only tongs we have. Don't don't eat the salad buffet at a rub and tug. Exactly. Yes. Nice. Game. How, how many how many rub and tugs have salad buffets in them, Greener? 
I'm assuming more now because they've got all these fucking salad tongs around. So like, hey, we've got the tongs. Let's get the buffet in. Mm, uh, okay, okay, big daddy, you'll want a massage. Mm, and I, I jerk you off and then you'll come and have a tuna salad sandwich. Okay. <laughs> nice, Gary. You can have potato. We've got we've got all the say. We've got potato salad, Greta. We've got coleslaw. So you're laying there face you're laying there face down, Greeno, getting a massage with a bowl of coleslaw in front of you and a yeah. spoon. Now, if this was a regular radio show, <laughs> this is the point where they'd start calling mm. rub and tugs and asking what kind of salad they're gonna be serving on Monday. <laughs> do you have a salad bar? Yeah, do you have a salad bar? What? Yeah. What are you on about? Yeah. <laughs> I bet you the one the Patriots owner went to had a salad bar. It's probably one of those fancy ones, Greener. There's probably yeah, like... I did have a seafood buffet. I'd, yeah, I'd like yeah. to think it has like a fucking... Is it teppanyaki? <laughs> what, what, what's, yeah. When yeah. they stand there teppanyaki. and... F- yeah. Flick up, flick the food. Yeah, yes, I like it. That's right. So you're getting your rub and tug as they're flicking the food around next to you. The food in your mouth. Yeah, you know that's productive use of your time there. Mm. Oh, they oh, they like. got a new chef, did they? Oh. <laughs> That's a shame. I really like the last guy. What he used to yeah. do with those prawn cutlets, Greeno. <laughs> do they still have prawn cutlets on? Ah, uh, 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 do they still have prawn cutlets on the menu? Or that the rub and tug? No, Chicken's pretty pastel during though. Mm. Like, do you reckon it's kind of like you come in, you grab yourself a feed? Mm. Yeah, you don't enjoy yourself. <laughs> you out. You, you grab a plate from as you walk in. As you walk in, yeah. the madam hands you a salad plate, a dinner plate. Sizzler. <laughs> you walk in, yeah. help yourself, sir. Yeah. Sit on down, or you lay down. In this case, yeah. you have some chow. Yeah. There's also so, bottomless. Oh. There's also bottomless creaming soda. You'll be pleased to know. <laughs> so they hand you a little oh. cup and a plate as no. you walk in. Here's the thing. I'm assuming the massage thing, right? Yeah. You can put your face through the hole, right? Mm. <laughs> so you can still have your prawn cutlets. Ah, you just get the, fed through the through the bottom of the hole there. Yeah. Okay. What are we up to? Victoria, Victoria number one. Segment one. Ah, farewell. Uh, we we started the show the other week with mm. a, a farewell to a. A comedy legend in Norm McDonald. Like, what a fucking sad way to start the show. Yeah. This week we started with Robin Tugs, getting it off on the right note. <laughs> um, but this week we lost another comedy genius in our eyes. We did. Uh, with a, I saw the, the tragic news of the, the death of Alan Coulter, yep. the former announcer of the David Letterman show, That's who it. in himself was an unbelievable performer and someone that I, I watched, we watched thousands and thousands of episodes of Letterman over the years growing up yep. and, and in adolescence. Um, and he was a big part of that show. He, he started the show. He was the first voice you heard and the last voice you heard. Worldwide yeah, pants. Pants. Exactly. Um, so, yeah, it's it, quite sad this week. And, and once again, similar to what I mentioned in the show uh, when Norm McDonald passed away, it's not often that someone dies and you spend the whole day laughing because you are just like, I'm, like, I'm just going to go watch big red clips. Yeah. Uh, in honor of Alton Coulter. And uh, there's so many good ones that, that were there, hours and hours of, of his comedic performing genius. Uh, but you've, you've got one up here. This will get us pinged on YouTube again, and we get it, but it's worth it. So um, <laughs> Exactly. So we're going to do it anyway, okay? We're going to do it anyway. Yeah. Spot on. No one's but, watching um, No one's watching anyway, so it's always exactly. funny when they take one of our clips off YouTube because it's like, well, who are you protecting here? Like, yeah, exactly. No, nobody, nobody saw it in the first place. Exactly. But um, the intro, a quick uh, story I heard about Alan Coulter through the week was from his son, mm-hmm. where he was talking about how he didn't actually want to take, he got offered the job on Letterman. And 
he didn't actually want to take the job because it meant he was doing advertisements uh, all around the country going uh, in because they've got individual networks all around the country, right? right? So he could go and do like 20 different ads, get paid for 20 different ads as across a, the country. He was three, four weeks. So as a voiceover guy though, he was a voiceover. Yeah, exactly. Right. Just go and just be the announcer on the ads. Uh-huh. So he was going and doing that. And if he was going to accept the Letterman job, it meant he couldn't go around the country and do these ads every couple of weeks. Mm. So he's like, oh, I'm not, I'm not too sure. And his son pulled him aside and said, dad, this is the only cool job you've ever been offered. <laughs> Fucking accept it. <laughs> so his son was working with him to take this job and he spent 20 years on Letterman. So um, tip of the hat, uh, rest in peace, Big Red, uh, an absolutely unbelievable performer and a man that made me laugh a thousand times uh, and will in the future as I watch many more clips. But let's check out some vintage Big Red. Uh, this one is called Dancing with the Stars. And uh, if you've not seen it, it's unbelievable. They get regular uh, people and, and they dance with the stars and celebrities. Uh-huh. And it's fantastic. And it's- Holy Dave. What? what I like about it is it's just... It just That's horse Dave. What? Excuse me? What? I said horse You heard me, princess. <laughs> Dancing with the Stars is complete horse you know, I know they get big ratings, a lot of buzz around the water cooler, but the whole show is a sham. Sorry, Alan, we've already filled up all our slots. No, Alan, I'm afraid you're not a big enough star for us. Forget it, Alan. Audiences don't want to see you shake your sorry ass on TV. Like hell they don't. Red Greeno. Rest, rest in peace, big I used to daughter. what I used to love was the shit like um where it was just the, the random lines that he used to say. Like he just come out of nowhere and you know, you know, uh well Dave, we've got somebody in the audience who's very happy to be tonight and and be like, and we all know that all the ladies are here for big red. <laughs> and he'd just <laughs> smile at the camera. <laughs> Everyone yeah. in the crowd go, Ooh. Uh, he was a the, fucking um, clown. There's, there's like a 50-minute uh, collection of Will It Float I, I found the other Is day. Is really? That's fantastic. And his, his, his back announces, like the, the bits he has in that where he's just announcing, i.e. like It's a block of cheese, Dave. Block of cheese, Dave. What are we playing for? A monkey. <laughs> <laughs> a fucking brilliant, like it's really like very, very entertaining. Check yeah. that out if you get a chance as well. There you go. Nice, Gary. <laughs> Big red. Now, time for some story time, Damo. Yeah, I, can. I like stories about pinatas. Sorry. Now, we've been talking about the shed debacle for a couple of weeks now. We well, talked about how. This is going to be. This is week three of the shed ongoing. I, I didn't know when we started the shed segment that this was going to become an ongoing serial drama. I thought it was just going to be like a once off, straight to TV kind of, you know, documentary. Uh, but now it's turned into this, you know, this riveting story of uh, pain. Uh, perseverance, passion, Greeno, mm-hmm. and 580 yeah. screws. 
which is just Spot on. fantastic stuff. So where yeah, are we it's at been, with it's this? Been a saga. It's been a saga. So last weekend, long weekend, right? I'm like, look, we've got the pieces built. We've got the we've got the hole dug. We've got the leveling done. We've put down the flooring. All I've got to do, we're now at the point where when I purchased this thing, we watched the video, it said five easy steps, right? I think we five. talked about this on last week's show. That's right. Now, the five easy steps were that all the walls kind of already existing and you just had to put it up, you had to screw it, and then you're done. You're good to go. Good to so go. So I was like, okay, we're now at the point of the video that I thought I was purchasing. So I'm like, we're down to five easy steps. We'll knock this bastard off in an hour. This would be good. We're mm. good to go. Now, Saturday morning, woke up, pissing down rain. So I'm like, ooh, this is not a good start. This is not good because already I'm into a long weekend and I'm already a day behind. I wanted the shed built on Saturday and then I had the rest of the weekend to just enjoy. Right. Then you could bask. Then you could could do those moves, moves, Greeno, where you get like the lawn chair and just face the shed Mm -hmm. and you sit down with a beer and look look at the shed that you've just built. And just say to yourself, what a fucking great job I've done here. Look at this. Shed envy, spot on. So Saturday ended up being a complete write-off. Couldn't do anything in the shed. So Sunday morning, this is grand final day for the NRL. Oh, okay. So I'm like, I said said to the wife, I'm like, look, we're hauling ass up early. We're starting it early. We're getting it done. We're going to knock it off by lunchtime. Yep. We're we're good. Then from lunch to GF time, sit, bask in the glory of the shed. And then GF beer is good to go. Yep. So started uh, started building. Now, the five easy steps, which on the video take about, you know, six minutes. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it was going to take more than six minutes. Yep. What, ten hours later. So. <laughs> nice, Gary. Ten hours later, the shed itself was finally up. Wow. Uh, so how many, how many collective hours then would you say? Because it wasn't just the ten hours on grand final day. There were mm-hmm. uh, there were other days before that. So collectively, if well, you could if you could pull I'll get, all I'll get to collective together. total because there's more story time to come. Oh, okay. I like stories uh, about pinatas. So the shed itself, the the encasing of the shed is now built ten hours later. Right. But the, I said, ah, oh, thank Christ, we're done. Hmm. And then the wife's like, no, 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 we have to we have to anchor it now. We've got to and anchor I'm like, it. Really? So we've yeah, got well, to throw it off the side of a boat. Yeah, pretty much. No. Yeah. So yeah. what you got to do is you've got to uh, you got to drill the shed and anchor it to the ground. Otherwise, mm-hmm. like the wind could get it, fly it away. Yeah. I mean, the shed's pretty fucking heavy. It'd well, be sweet. She's like, no, no yeah, no, we do it. No, that's I've got to interrupt. Your I story. like stories about pinatas. We definitely, when it comes to your yard, we definitely have to anchor down the shed because you've already lost garden furniture over the fence yeah. when it's windy, greener. Correct. <laughs> I mean, Garden furniture, yeah. sheds, yeah. Uh, pets, yeah. little children, lost them all. Lost They're all gone. All. Yeah. We took them. I was just <laughs> I was just watching Twister earlier today because I thought, you know what? Let's let's hunt down and like a, a semi obscure nineties quote unquote hit movie to watch. Yeah, and I was like, okay, Helen Hunt. yeah, Helen Hunt and the guy who everybody confuses with Bill Pullman. Bill uh, Paxton. Bill Paxton. That's right. That's yeah. <laughs> nice, Gary. He's worse than Bill Pullman, though, isn't he? Like, he was a worse actor. Is he still alive, uh, Bill Paxton, or is Pullman dead? Both of them are dead, aren't they? Both are dead. <laughs> both are dead. Someone in the chat. Is anyone in the chat? Uh, there's a couple of people in the chat. Luke is in the chat. Victor Von Schroom is in the chat. Greeno, there's some other people in yeah. the chat. So. I, tell, I tell you who I have a sneaking suspicion as a big Bill Pullman fan. Uh, Victor Von Schroom. Why would you say that? Nice, no, You reckon sneaking Victor suspicion. appreciates the art that Bill Pullman... I think he's- 
hundred percent. I reckon he's got his whole back catalogue in his DVD mm. cabinet. Um, Just Independence so anyway, Day is good enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's right. that's Pullman. Yeah, yeah. Not Paxton. That's not Paxton. No, Paxton's in. Paxton. Um, which one's what? in? Which one's in Casper? Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I don't think I ever saw Casper. Uh, to be honest with you, what are you talking about? We watched Casper a hundred times as a kid because that was Did hot we? Christina Ricci as it a ten-year-old. Yeah, she was. Mm. She was about thirteen then, though. Yeah, which is yeah. fine. It's not creepy. Yeah, it's fine 10. if you're younger. You know, if you're... yeah, we, we were ten and yeah. perving on thirteen-year-old Christina Ricci. Yeah, now fucking creepy. But <laughs> I think that's Pullman. That's Pullman. Definitely Pullman. Bill that's Paxton. Pullman. Bill Paxton was Paxton's in that. In he was in that movie with Arnold Schwarzenegger and Jamie Lee Curtis, where he's a spy. True lies. True lies. That's right. He was the car salesman that was trying to fuck her, I think. He was, yeah. She's yeah, got yeah. titties that make you want to stand up and beg for buttermilk. <laughs> there we go. All right, back to your story. I like stories so about wife, pinatas. Why send me, send me, you got to anchor it. I'm like, fuck, at this time, we're about. Hour before kickoff. Hour before. And I'm like, ooh, I clock can't miss is ticking. Yeah. So I'm like, look, it's all good. I've got, I've got the brackets. I've got, I've got the pegs. And I'm like, all I got to do is I got to screw the brackets in the fucking in in the shed. Sorry, I think I've used up one of my fucks there. Oh, um, and you just did it again, Greener. You used up a night. That's all right. You can take because I've I'm running at like three fucks per minute yeah, excess. Okay. So you can take well, a couple of mine. It's fine. I'll take a couple. Uh, so drill drill the the bracket into the into the shed. Uh-huh. Uh, put them in the appropriate spacings. The spacings they advise uh, don't make any sense because they're kind of like halfway through the shed instead yeah. of like a third of the way. So I ignore the spacings, do my own spacings, drill those <laughs> no, bad boys in. Then I get to just the point hang on, hang on. where I'm, it needs to be yeah. addressed. Like just very typical man behavior. You know, you read the instructions, but you decide to disagree with them. You know, you, you're like, the, the person who made these instructions don't know what they're fucking talking about. Meanwhile, it's taken you like 30 hours to do to do five simple steps. And you, you get to the end and you're like, ah, fuck it. What are, who cares what the instructions say? Let's, I, I'm going to re-engineer this problem. Yeah. Myself. I'm going to come up with a solution. You know, I don't know anything about sheds. You don't know anything about engineering. Yet you fixed it. Yeah. Between us, I fixed it. I made it better. Trust me. I made it. I made it more secure. You did very well. So I get to the. I get to the point where I'm like, okay, so I put those in now. I've just got to put the pegs in. Then I'm like, bang, footy beers. Thanks for coming. Footy beers. I go to put the pegs in. I realize the holes in the brace brackets Mm. are not big enough to fit the pegs that I have. So now I've got to go and drill through 16 individual brackets to make the holes big enough to fit the the shed pegs. Now, the brackets I'm doing are are like solid steel because it's an anchoring bracket, a solid steel, and they're kind of like half a centimetre, centimetre thick. So I'm sitting there drilling that for 10, 15 minutes per bracket to the point where I'm like, I've got 16 brackets to do, and as I'm doing it, and it's taking me to 10, 15 minutes per bracket, I'm watching the clock tick down towards kickoff. Mm. And I'm like, in the end, I did four of them yeah. and said, fuck it, that thing ain't flying away. Four's enough. Yeah. We're good to go. <laughs> We're good to go. I got nice, inside, I have enough time to quickly, like, I think I had like 10 minutes before kickoff, good to go. So, so, so that means- where you were supposed to have 16 anchoring devices, you've now improved yeah. the, the design 
by reducing the amount of anchoring brackets by 75%. You've just, well, no, just that's, cut that's, them that's right down. Day. You put Spot. four in. We're doing four. Four's good enough. I know we're supposed to have 16, but four will do <laughs> because four. fuck the instructions. <laughs> right. Four was good enough for Grand Fight on I. Good so enough. that meant the next day it was carryover of continued work. So now I'm onto another day of fucking shed work because I had to go back and do the remaining brackets. So this is now this has now consumed your whole long weekend because you're My rolling into Monday now. Right. I'm now in Monday. I've got the public holiday. I'm meant to be enjoying it. Uh, my plan was to watch baseball, drink some beers, have a good time. Victor, nah, von, nah, nah. Victor now, von Schroom in the chat, Greeno, says, 10 to 15 minutes, what are you doing, Greeno, using a wood drill? <laughs> <laughs> I must have been. I, I possibly could have. I'm, I'm not very handy, Victor. We've established this. I'm good with numbers, not good with my hands. So lucky now um, lucky now, you've got two uh, power drills because you had the one exactly. that was tucked away in the drawer. So you can ruin one by... Uh, using it incorrectly by trying to correct the engineering flaw in your in your kit shed by yeah. you know screwing the holes into these bracket screeners. So, do, yeah. which which drill did you use? Was it the old one or the new one? I ended up using the new one because the old one turns out to not have many volts. I wasn't aware of the difference in voltage of the right. two drills. Okay, the old one is a twelve volt, the new one's an eighteen volt, which meant the old one's a hunk of shit. It's a hunk uh, of shit. It, does, it doesn't really drill through anything. It's not helpful, and it's just no good. So I ended up doing that. With that said, though, I did manage to snap about six different drill bits from the old drill set just from nice, putting too much pressure and snapping them. <laughs> so day three comes about of the long weekend. Finally drill all the holes. Then the wife points out that the doors don't open properly. So I'm like, <laughs> so now, we, now we've got to sit there and fucking reshow. So I've got it all done. I've got the fucking thing. And now we can't, now we can't open the door because... The, the grass is too high because we had to do it an angle. <laughs> so now we're going to sit there. And now, we're, now we're landscaping again. So we finally fucking unshovel the thing, shovel it out, re-spread it out. Then the thing's finally done. Uh, then I had to sit there and, and it, so then I got to bask, Damon. Like I sit there and bask in the collective joy that is the shed finally built. Put all the shit in it. That By then, that's now taken up all of day three. Between so the drilling the landscaping, the moving all the crap from the garage I wanted out of the garage into the shed. Mm. I'm now closing the door and it's 5 p.m. and I've used my whole long weekend. <laughs> so it gets back to your question of how many hours I spent. I think I've spent collectively, that was about eight whole days. <laughs> and I was doing like, I was doing like 12, 10 to 12 hours per day, man. I, like I worked hard on this thing. So do <laughs> the math. I spent close to 100 hours on this prick of meant to be a five-easy-step shed. 100 um, hours. Wow. Now, to, to add insult to injury, don't be wrong, I was happy with the shed. It looks fucking nice. It's mm. all done. Beautiful. Mm. Uh, the landscaping is all sweet. Yep. To add insult to injury, the amount of pressure I had to put down to drill through this hole uh -huh. has busted ligaments in my, in my thumb, <laughs> so I can't lift my kids with my right hand because my thumb is shot. Now, to add further insult to injury, because I was in the sun, for like 12 hours back-to-back -back days and I didn't bother putting sunscreen on because I thought it was only going to oh, take me no. like five minutes. I got burnt. Or like, I'm like, I had a hat and shit on and I was wearing clothes, but like my arms got all burnt, my neck got all burnt and whatnot, which I can deal with. But what it ended up doing is it gave me delayed heat stroke. What? And so what happened is Wednesday, Wednesday? What day is today? Friday. Wednesday night, I'm sitting there putting my kids to bed yeah. and I just felt a bit weird and I looked down at my chest and it was I, was, I turned bright red and I started like swelling up. 
And it was like I was Veruca Salt from Willy Wonka after I'd eaten yes. the fucking blueberry bubble gum. Yeah. But for some reason, I ate a raspberry one and I turned out all red and had welts and shit. Violet, and you're back- turning violet, Violet. Spot on. My whole back ended up doing the same. It tightened up. So it was like I had sunburn on my back and my chest, even though I didn't have sunburn on my back. Uh-huh. So I couldn't move. Everything was itchy. I was getting welts. I'm like, what the fuck is going on with my body there? Days, days later. Right. This is days later, delayed uh, reaction to to severe sunburn on my neck. From and, and, and it now means that the shed has not only dragged, it's not only occupied your whole long weekend, it's now it's now extending its reach into your, you know, the rest of your week. My Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, correct. <laughs> it's ruined your whole like, week. The, this shed. This afternoon is literally the first time I've been able to move my back, and I still can't move my thumb. <laughs> now, are you at the point where every time there's like a little bit of wind kicking up, Greeno? And you're at home. Like, let's say you're in the garage and a little bit of wind kicks up and the garage door just kind of does that thing where it's like, you know what I mean? Just, it starts mm-hmm. rattling a little bit. Are you now shitting bricks <laughs> at the thought that the shed may fall apart or the roof may fly off and go into next door's yard or something? Like, how confident are you with your handiwork, especially considering that you ignored the instructions? <laughs> Well, we actually had severe winds the night after I anchored it. <laughs> were you nervous point, as fuck? Were you watching? Were you just point, standing in yeah. the lounge room and just watching it all night through the window? Well, <laughs> the wind was so loud it woke me up at 2 a.m., right? Oh, and the God. wife woke up too. And she turned to me and she's like, should we go check the shed? And that was our first thought. Should we check the shed? I'm like, check let's the let shed. the gods decide. Let's just let the gods decide. <laughs> if the shed is there in the morning. Then we have done it. And thankfully, if, if the, the shed, shed is still there. If the shed is there in the morning, it's because God wanted it so, <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> Time for a break. <laughs> Do you like your novelty comedy songs organic? Handmade with painstaking care. Put into every note. Well, look no further than Irrational Times. Using only the finest instruments to create an experience that your ears will thank you for later. Irrational Times attempts to elevate the whimsy to a desirable level. New songs and sketches every week, so check it out. There's a place that we can go to watch old things. It's a special little spot tucked away on D-Live Enjoy the joy of Pessie Campy old movies and old cartoons We hope to see you over there very soon It's our special little spot tucked away on D-Live Enjoy the joy of Pessie When we were kids and there wasn't any school We'd sit and watch all the best cartoons Eating cereal until it was noon We never thought that 30 years later It'd still be cool Saturday night and cheesy movies The ones that used to show us boobies It's our special little spot tucked away on D-Live Enjoy the joy of 
sport content it's the starting block on tavshow.com yes welcome back to the block ladies and gentlemen boys and girls don't forget if you want to get in touch with us the best way to do so would be via the little blue bird follow greeno at the starting block follow myself at boogie bumper greeno i know how much i'm just going to go off topic here i'm just going to come out of the gates uh something i want to point out I know how much you enjoy, Greeno, uh, important celebrity news. I think that's a fair nice, thing. Nice, Gary. Lap it up. Absolutely lap it up. Yeah. Because, you know, we've, we're living through a lot of things right now. We've got COVID going on, obviously. There's, uh, there's vaccine science deniers out there, Greeno, who are basically mm-hmm. like terrorists. We've got to be aware of them. Uh, mm-hmm. We've got climate change. That's very important. Uh, Donald mm. Trump came out today and apparently said that uh, all the Haitian migrants that are coming in, apparently uh, they have AIDS, apparently, he said. Okay. <laughs> Made a public statement, which I thought, what is he doing out there? <laughs> what is he doing? Uh, but anyway, we've got all of these important things going on, Greeno. And then I just happened to glance at like the trending. You know how sometimes on the trending part of your Twitter feed on your PC or what have you, it, it brings can up I like... Hazard, can I have a guess? Yeah, go ahead. Has this got anything to do with Jennifer Aniston? No, it's got nothing to do with Jennifer Aniston. Actually, for the first time ever, Jennifer Aniston is not the centre of the gossip community. No, no, this is different. So you know how sometimes on your trending thing, it'll bring up what was trending like yesterday. It says, you know, this, this was happening yesterday. So this is what apparently was a big story on Twitter yesterday, Greener. And I'm only bringing it up because I know you enjoy celebrity news. Megan Trainer defends her side-by-side couple's toilet <laughs> with husband Daryl Sabara. Green. Nice, Gary. And uh, just so to, to show you the so first piss together. Mm. So Megan Trainer uh, apparently she had to put out a tweet after this story came out that apparently you know they have uh, his and her toilet and they sit side by side. Yeah. She wrote to clear things up. We pooped once together and we laughed and said never again. <laughs> but he will hang out with me if I'm shitting because we soulmates, Greedo. No, no, no. Whoa, whoa. And I legit, hang on, hang on. And I legit miss him when I'm away from him and we pee together, obviously. This is this is the big important. This is the trending. Nice, Gary. The trending news, Greedo, <laughs> on Twitter. <laughs> And, we need to deep. We need to deep dive in the story. Yeah, we're we gonna analyze uh, this. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot to as they as you would say, Greg, there's a lot to unpack, unpack here. Yeah, exactly. If you, if you will, good use of uh, phrase there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> now, firstly, when you say side by side toilet, is there a petition in between? Is there any specifics on the setup? Is there a photo of the toilet uh, where we can see the toilet set up? Because if it's two, there's the Jennifer Aniston news. Oh, that there is too. Jake Gyllenhaal says filming with Jennifer Aniston was, quote, torture. Yeah, okay. 
There we go. There uh, so yeah, I need to see a picture of the toilet. I need to see the picture of the bathroom. I think that's if, there. If there's, that's if the- there, that's not. That's literally just two toilets side by side. Um, <laughs> then, <laughs> now, if there's a petition in the middle, yeah. I find that a little less weird. All right. If if they're literally are just two bowls side by side, yep. pants down, you know, bog, bog flowing, hmm. that's fucking that's that's not healthy. What if um, the petition? What if the petition between the two toilets, Greeno, was just a clear screen like a shower screen? No, that that doesn't count. No, no, no. We, I'm thinking like a teal kind of like shower. Uh, it's got <laughs> like, it's like, to be yeah. It's got to be non-visible. We need no sight happening between the two bowls. It needs to be like um, one of the curtains at a hospital in between the beds. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you just slide exactly. it out, and then like when like, you're if you're if you're not shitting, let's say you're just pissing, then you can have the mm. curtain open. You see. So you can talk. So even then, you can have a I chat think, to the yeah, other you, person. You can you can chat with the curtain there. Yeah, that's true. Like similar to when similar when you go to like a a, a cubicles hmm. side by side with your mate, you yeah. can still chat about it at the pub. Yep. Yeah, yeah, I want to think about that half, yeah, blah, blah, blah. But you know, you, you've got your privacy, it's all good. Well, what about the um, ur- what about the urinal though? So guys will stand, you know, next to each other a couple of feet apart and piss at the same time. Why wouldn't you piss at the same time as your beloved greener? Well, not I, I don't. You piss, piss with you piss with strangers. Oh, so you're you're not a urinal person at all. I'm not. I'm not a urinal dude. I the only time I'll use a urinal is if I there's piss literally alone. no hundred percent. Uh-oh. We need to get some girl jump. No, I think we're wrong. I've got my pressure's fine. Yeah. It's more if I have the option to not be side by side with another man holding his dick urinating, mm. I'd rather take that option. Take so that I'm a cubicle man person. Uh, but if I'm if I'm at a big event and you know the the only option to piss is at a urinal, well, I'll do that. Mm. Uh, but it's definitely not a preference okay. if, if I was making this place. Like if I see seven open cubicle stores mm. and there's one dude sitting at, standing at a urinal, yeah. I'm not going to go shoulder to shoulder with that dude for yeah. the fun of it. That's that's you know the, what I mean? that's the greatest move when like the whole bathroom is empty except one person at the urinal and you go and stand right next to them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and start right pissing. On. I don't like that dude. Don't be that guy. Don't be. Um, my next thought is, uh, she said, "Oh, it was weird the first if they they when they shat together." Now, but he sits next to her while she takes a dump, or vice versa. Yes, that is the exact same. It doesn't matter if some if one person is or isn't using their bowels. Mm. That is still as weird as both people going and saying. If anything, it's more creepy. Because he's making a choice to be in the bathroom without having to be in there. Right. Whereas at least if you're both using the facility simultaneously, the, the guy or the girl has a purpose. Yeah. And so, there. like, and if we're going to go and sit next to our beloved whilst they're taking a shit, mm. Greeno, why can't I have, yeah. like, a recliner or something in here? Why does it have to be mm. another toilet? Why can't I have something oh, a little more cool. comfortable, like a gaming chair? Mm. We could have a gaming chair sitting across why from does the he toilet. Have to- why does he have to be in the bathroom? Can't he have that conversation outside the bathroom? Maybe through an intercom system. Through an intercom system, correct. Yeah. That way she won't feel like they're, they're separated or alone. That's right. And they still get the privacy of, you know, bathroom activities. Mm. I'm, I'm just about yeah, done just here. Like- I'm just about done here, Sally. Can you send in the cleaner, please? Mm. <laughs> send in the secretary. Um, what was the final one? Oh, they, they, uh, they do urinate together now. Yeah. Nice, is, Gary. Is, is that is that a better or worse thing? Like, obviously, there's an odor issue. Um, let's put a, let's put asparagus aside. Mm. Um, it could be very yeah, awkward, when it comes to, embarrassing. Yeah, yeah, like once again, what what's uh, what what if there's you know sne- sneaky farts that come out mid piss? Like, yep. 
you know, it still has has similar issues. I think the urination together as well, probably avoid that. Avoid that at all costs. Yeah, but there you go. They're a happy couple, Greener. She defended the use of the side-by-side toilets because yeah. that's, what, that's what celebrities do these days. They, they go on fun. Twitter, they go on Twitter mm-hmm. and they talk about um, how much they enjoy pooping with their husband. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and they tell us about their bodily functions. I'm glad that made, uh, I'm glad that was newsworthy. Yeah. It was trending. Yeah. It's very popular. <laughs> <laughs> it was oh, trending, Greeno, yesterday. What are we up to? I don't know. I don't even look at the rundown. Here we go. Hero douchebag. Hero, hero douchebag. Okay. Actually, quick, uh, quick uh, opening the kimono. Yeah. You'll notice we're going to start talking about sports content now, Are which we? is very unlike us, right? Mm. Because I looked at the show last night, quickly went to put it together, and I'm like, I'm surely I've got a whole bunch of, of gear for the show. And I had like three sports stories. That was it. Mm. And I'm like, well, looks like we're doing two seconds of sport. <laughs> what, what happens? Now, this one is a hero or douchebag demo. Let's okay. check out this video and, right. and see if you see this guy, hero or douchebag. Okay. He, he, right, so for our, <laughs> our podcast listeners, yeah. the video uh, is basically it's a, a punt holder who, as he gets the punt, he knows the camera is right in front of him. Uh-huh. So as he's holding the, the ball for the, the punter to kick it, he's given the given the camera a bit of a, what do you refer, a bit of a pointed finger, a bit yeah. of a thumbs nice, up. Nice, Gary. Blue steel. Yep. Yeah. A bit, little bit of, hey, how you doing, you know? Hey, how you doing? Now, I'm going to put this guy down as a hero because it, it paid off. Yes. Uh, the guy still kicked it and he managed to hold it. Now, if he dropped the ball, mm. would have been much funnier. Yes. If you then fuck up, if, you, if you're going for a yeah. showboat move and you fuck it up, mm-hmm. you'll get more attention than if you go for a showboat move and nobody sees it. Like, you know, Correct. so, but this is, a, this is a good little showboat move. And I've actually discovered something here, Greeno. Watch his eyes very carefully because as the ball gets kicked, if you'll notice here, he actually winks at the camera right there. Look at that. As the I'll foot as the foot makes contact with the ball, he winks at the nice, camera. <laughs> so he's he's yeah. an absolute hero. I so I guarantee hero? you, yeah, I guarantee you though, there's gotta be like a whole bunch of people who go, oh, yeah, that, that kind of showboating, that has no place in football. You know, back in my day, there's going to be a lot of that kind of shit going on, I think. There'll definitely be that. I think the guy's a hero too. I'm with you. I think that's that's a quality move. Yeah. It's college football. They, those guys aren't getting paid. No. Uh, well, he's having a bit of fun. Yeah. Well, not, well, not on the books anyway. Yeah, that sports car, <laughs> that sports car wasn't free, Greeno. Oh, no, that, yeah, yeah that's, that's all off the books. That, that was a donation. That's fine. Uh, Someone it looks um, like sounds like someone's got a boat in the garage. Huh? Bit of the storms about it. Uh, Damo, uh, you know what else uh, pops up whenever I'm a bit light on content? Jim uh-huh. Inwood story of the week. Ah, story of the week. Oh wait, hang on, I don't have Jim's fucking music. music. Hang on, yeah. Can you can you wait like five seconds and then throw to me again with that? <laughs> All right, we'll come back to the, the Jim Inward story of the week. Big thanks, as always, to, to Jim. He sends through quality content week in, week out. He does. I, sometimes I look at the rundown and go, look, I just don't have any space for it. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. Uh, I don't have any space for it. This week, plenty of space. Big jam. Big jam. 
All right. Big jump story of the week. Ah, uh, you, you got the clip up? I do. Let's have a look here. What are you going to do with that money if you win? Well, I'm definitely going to get a, a new supercharged Mustang with dual exhaust. And what, and can you pause five. that while we give some backstory? Yeah, please. So this is a $685 million Powerball winner in the US. And he, he happened to get in there, put his face on TV so they can kidnap his kids. Uh, <laughs> and, <laughs> and they're asking him, hey, you got 685 mil. What are you going to do with that how, money? how many millions did he win? Six hundred eighty-five million. Wait, did he win, or or is this like what would you do if you won? No, he won it. Did he really? Yeah. Oh no, sorry. What would he do if he won it? My okay. Yeah, because he, he doesn't. Win. He doesn't look like to me like he's living the six hundred eighty-five million dollar lifestyle, Greener. Ah, okay. She's, no, she's talking to him in a. She's talking to him in a gas station. <laughs> yeah, but I thought it was one of those situations where he'd won it, and he was like, "Hey, here's where I bought the ticket." You know, they like doing that photo at the front. Yeah. Like, here's where I won the ticket. Holding the uh, big novelty bad. check. Yeah, 100%. So this is what he would do with it, which makes a bit more sense because I'm like, I agree with you. I'm like, this guy won 685. This doesn't look good. Okay, well, uh, let's, let's, let's see. see. Yeah, let's see what let's he'd see do what with he'd it do. anyway. What are you going to do with that money if you win? Well, I'm definitely going to get a, a new supercharged Mustang with dual exhaust and about five kilos of cocaine, and I'll be good to go. <laughs> <laughs> nice, Gary. Fantastic. Five kilos of cocaine. Five kilos. Uh, That's a good segue into segment seven. I'm going to skip segment six and we'll come back to it. Skipping that. Uh, Bit of NRL sniffy, sniffy update, sir. Okay. So last week we reported on the the Melbourne Storm players who were uh, basically busted with uh, on on video uh, Mad Mondays Hmm. with chopping up some white powder with a credit card. Yeah. And... Uh, not a good look. Not, no. No, plenty of sniffy, sniffy happening. <clears throat> yeah. So, so this week, uh, during the week, as is is protocol, you got to come out. You got to do a public apology. Yep. You got to look like remorseful. Like you've, you've got to have before, your like, picture taken, like with a baby or a puppy. Um, puppy. Just and so you can... That'll come. In, that'll come in a couple of weeks. Trust me. Not right. not quite this week. This week. Hmm. This week's just remorse. Yes. Uh, generic apologies. Denials where you can. Yep. Um, this week is all about. Dumb. This week is all about repeatedly making statements like, "No, look, uh, uh, I know what out I've done. I, I, yeah, yeah, it's out of character for me. It's not something I would normally do. I've let everybody down, um, and I'm going to yeah. take my fair whack, and I'm going to work extra hard uh, in the future. It's a week for that, Greeno, for that kind of. Yeah. Well, can I can I also get you to make another prediction of, of mm-hmm. a comment that would have been made in this scenario? Mm-hmm. Now you don't know anything about the story because you don't watch much NRL stuff. No. Can I also get what? What would be a next step to take after this as well? Uh, in PR one hundred and one. Uh, so after we come out and admit, you know, that well, after we come out and apologise and all that stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, the very next move would be to say something like, "Well, this is caused by mental health issues, and we need to respect the privacy of the athletes." <laughs> am I on the? Am you're, I close? You're fucking very close. Nice, no, um, Gary. Cameron Munster rehab. Rehab. Nice, Gary. Nice. Going to a rehab rehab still in the off-season in Bali is my guess. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Oh, no. There's even more drugs here. What the hell are we doing? That's where the footy players go for their rehab. They go to Bali. (laughs) But this was genius by the Melbourne Storm, however, because they they could have taken – we gave uh, Reese – what's the guy? Reese Walsh, sorry, Mm. uh, from the – 
the Warriors last week. And nice Gary, because he actually owned up to his Coke thing. He's yeah. like, look, it's on me. Yeah, yeah, man. I got busted. My bad. Fucking, I'm a 19-year-old kid. Yeah, you caught me doing it. I'll, I'll, like, apologies. Definitely my fucker. The Storm went a different route. Mm. They said, the Storm said they do not know what the white powder substance was. Oh, no. Players were too intoxicated to remember and were not drug tested. So let me get this right. Yeah. They were just randomly chopping up a white powder with that a credit they, card. <coughs> they didn't know what it was. And they were snorting it, apparently. And they were snorting it. Didn't yeah. know what it was, though. And they can't remember what it was. They can't remember the dealer rocking up. Yeah. They can't remember paying for the drugs. And the club. They can't remember yet. And the team that they, yeah. they play for comes out and says, well, we can't prove that it was cocaine. Like, it could have been yeah. anything, really. The, the, no one no one thought to drug test the guys within 24 hours considering the video was released the day that they were doing the drugs what fucking... they waited four days for the drugs to get out of their system before they came out to make these comments what fucking balls uh, though Greeno like from a PR point of view seriously fucking balls the size of fucking bowling balls Greeno to like yeah. when the video is out there of the players snorting fucking coke right the video mm. is out there it's gone viral you come out and say, look, please, guys, nobody knows what that stuff was. <laughs> nobody can yeah. prove that it was. What fucking balls? We, <laughs> we have no evidence to suggest that that was, in fact, cocaine. It's like, we're watching the video of the guys fucking snorting it. We're watching it. Ah, oh, look, you know, uh, funny things can be done with video manipulations these days. No, 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 no. It's coke. We don't know that it's cocaine. Yeah, I mean, I fucking. I'm going to give him a nice Gary Green, though. That, that does take some balls. Fucking uh, nice. and, and, and Cameron Munster, he's rehab stint, not for drugs, though. Yeah. He's like, look, I'm, I'm going to rehab to uh, address my issues with alcohol because yeah. he can't admit <laughs> that he's got fucking like, coke problem. He's like, oh, yeah, no, it's, it's the fucking the beers I had, not, not, not the nose beers. That's like, so, <laughs> so he gets, not the nose beers. So he gets caught <laughs> using the nose beers, Greeno. And he's yeah. like, you know what? I admit it. I'll put my hand up. I've got a problem with beer. Nice, Gary. <laughs> then he goes, that's like, schooners, That's right. That's like being arrested for rape, Greeno, but they throw you in prison for an unpaid parking ticket. <laughs> yeah. Right? Like, ah, oh, well, look, you know, I'm going to go away and I'm going to work on my drinking problem. It's like, should we mention the nose beers at all? Or yeah. we, <laughs> did you did you put that on the form of the re, at the rehab center? Uh, can't prove there was nose beers. Can't sir. prove it, it was cocaine. Been, that could have been. That could have been anything. They were cutting up with a credit card on the table, sir. Yeah. Uh, that, it was actually. It was actually malt greeno from a home brew kit. <laughs> That's how much. I, yeah, yeah, exactly. I love. I just love the you yeah. know, the nose home that brews. That was actually. Greeno. That was actually. That was actually salt to go with the tequila because we were like drinking problem. Nice, like that would have been more fucking plausible yeah. than saying we don't know what it was. We're too drunk. Go, no, no, that, that shit was just fucking salt. Yeah. Was, like, trust me. No, no, no. We just, we just, we were doing lip sip sucks. <laughs> yeah. We were really getting into it. And that big part that yeah. I was just snorting the salt up, you see, because yeah, we that's thought we do it. That's right. And we thought it was a good idea because we'd spent all afternoon taking coke. <laughs> <laughs> We'd spent all day. We'd spent all day on the nose beers, so we thought. So we thought we'd have some tequila shooters instead, and that—that's why I've got a drinking problem. Nice, <laughs> the tequila. We got a lemon problem. You can't oh, prove it was lemon. tequila. You can't prove it was lemon. You can't. Oh, 
I could have been anything. I could have been a nectarine. Could have been a grapefruit, Karina. Imagine that. Could have been a grapefruit. (laughs) (laughs) I missed an opportunity here. I could have denied it all. It could have been in rehab for a grapefruit program. Look, there's there's no evidence these guys play for the Melbourne Storm. (laughs) (laughs) There's no evidence evidence that we're a real football team. (laughs) (laughs) Just because there's Uh, video out there of us playing doesn't mean we exist, you know. Uh, yeah, the video. It's all circumstantial evidence. Oh, fuck. Speaking of our inner court dates, we might as well hit this one again while we're on it, then we'll get to the trophy. Yeah. Uh, well, this this week. Hang on. Start that again. Well, it's been coming for a little bit, a little while. New Zealand Warriors former player Manu Vatavai. Manu Vatavai. Has admitted to important methamphetamine in court in New Zealand will be sentenced later this year. Oh, that's scary. If we, is there any evidence that it's uh, actually methamphetamine? Or, uh, I mean, you can't No prove. evidence. You can't prove that it was methamphetamine that he no. imported. Uh, well, actually, it sounds like they can. <laughs> Based on the fact apparently. that he's been found guilty. Apparently they, have these things, <laughs> apparently they have these things called drug testing kits. Have you heard of these things? Mm. North Melbourne Storm. There's no such evidence that suggests that there's a drug testing kit. Uh, available. Yeah. That's why we didn't test them because they got a drinking problem. Yeah, yeah. We knew we waited exactly the amount of days that we knew to be out of their system, and yeah. then we tested them. Yeah, it was they just came a back coinc- all clear. It was a coincidence, Greeno. Yeah, mm. yeah, because of COVID. You wow, see. So, yeah, yeah, because of lockdown. So, <laughs> yeah, they're sniffing a lot because they've had some COVID tests. That's right. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Irritating. <laughs> Such a fucking what a, what a dumb cunt. So. <laughs> Let's get to the NRL trophy, Damien. Congratulations to the Penrith Panthers who won the premiership over the yeah. weekend. Uh, some, no, some weird symmetry from, from 30 years ago. They lost the 1990 grand final, won in 91, and then last year they lost the 2020 That's grand true. final, won in, in 2021. So there's a nice symmetry there. For there the you Panthers. go. Yes, very good But pick the boys, up. They've, uh, they've had a bit of an interesting week this week. Put the fucking, firstly, put the camera down, boys, because... <laughs> Cameras and phones, put, stop fucking doing that because convicted uh, sex pest Tyrone May decided here's a good idea. I'm going to jump on Twitter straight up or Instagram, one of the two, uh, after the grand final and talk about fuck the haters. You guys tried to bring me down, blah, 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 and here I've got my victory. Now, by bringing him down, he was convicted in court of illegally filming women whilst having sex with them no, and distributing it to the public. Not too sure that's really bringing him down uh, mm. when you're a convicted sex pest. So that's one aspect. Then he had his mates uh, kind of supporting it. Once again, not a good look. Uh, then, yeah, there was more bullshit happening. Now, this popped up today. It's been a rough week <laughs> where photos uh, have emerged of <laughs> basically they fucked up the trophy. Okay. They've won the grand final trophy. So this is <laughs> like this gone, is like the Super Bowl. Is it a cup or a shield or what do they win, Greener? It's a cup. Uh, it's a, it, this is a trophy, isn't it? Yeah, ours is a trophy, but it's like it's basically yeah. like the Super Bowl trophy, whatever that is. Yeah, oh, I know what it yeah, is. It's that weird. It's that yeah. football on a on a kicking tee, isn't yeah. it, or something? Yeah, sort of. Yeah, it's a yeah. square Lombardi trophy. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, basically the Panthers, it looks like they've completely fucked up this trophy. They've gone on tour with me, the trophy. They've gone on a drinking tour with the trophy, Karina. Well, you do. Yeah, you make course. love for the trophy. That's right. You, 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 poop, you poop side by side with the trophy. That's right. Let's have, um, a, look. Let's have a look at it. The NRL has asked the Panthers for a please explain after please explain. photos emerged on social media of the Premiership trophy broken and being carried in a pram and a shoulder sling by <laughs> 
give them a nice Gary. Nice Gary. Because if you fuck up the trophy, and then like, here's a good idea. Let's whack it in a pram and put it in a baby sling. A baby sling. That deserves a fucking tip of the hat. <laughs> They're walking around with a trophy in a baby sling. That's that's making the most of a bad situation. Oh. The trophy's broken, but we're going to take care of it. We're going to nurse it back to health. Panthers break trophy. And so that that's the thing. Now, for every team after this, it'll be the repaired fucking, you know, it's, it's a repaired trophy now. It's not the same. They've they forever tainted it now for everyone else. So they were the last team to hold the trophy before it was it had to be fucking resurrected, Greener. Before it had to be repaired. Now it's not the same. Now it's a restored it, trophy. It's not the trophy. Isn't it their trophy though? Like they, they don't just give the same trophy each year and pass it on. Like I think everyone I know. get the trophy. No, I think what happened, they might get another one, but they def, don't they They get to have the actual trophy like at the club for the year until the next grand final? I think that's what no, happens. I think everyone gets a trophy. Like you get the so. trophy, that's a trophy you get. They build a new one for the next year. No, I don't think they keep that's on changing the way it goes. The, they keep on changing the way it looks. They keep on changing it depending on the sponsor is. It's always a new trophy, I swear to God. Is it? Well, that must be um, recent because it used to be the way I'm describing. I'm sure of it. It might have been back in the like 80s and 90s, but I swear yeah. everyone just gets their trophy. So they've, they've broken their own trophy. It happens. Oh, who cares? Like, well, then this is a non-fucking story then. Who cares? They've been on the piss for seven days straight. Yeah. Like, what and, the no- and maybe potentially the nose beer is greener. Who nose beer, perhaps. Who yeah. knows? We don't know what's going on. We can't prove anything. No, we but don't do even, we even know. know if, that's, <laughs> is that the trophy? We do, do we even know? Break? Do we even know if that's even made out of metal at all, Greeno? I mean, do, you, do you even know that wasn't broken when they got it? <laughs> you can't prove anything. It's the JJ Stoner Spring Collection, the perfect attire for any and every occasion you can think of this season. Like we were in the mosh pit full of sweat and everyone's slapping, hitting, and pulling on you. This shit won't rip. Lunch at your favorite cafe? Brunch with the girls? These stylish ensembles will give you the confidence you need to look and feel your best. Or if you're getting arrested for possession, it comes with a built-in police stick-proof body armor. Keep swinging, pigs. Call now and your order will come with a complimentary ounce of that dankest bubblegum slur cane that the South has to offer. Don't forget the wall tapestry. If you need to cover your wall, it works. Hello, my name is Frozen Asian, and I like to tell you about my show, The Sunday Night Shit Show, every Sunday night at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, along with good conversations and laughing at funny and weird shit we find on the internet we also have the hat cam where i showcase my myriad of great looking hats here is a testimonial from a great friend of mine who has enjoyed my hats lately i i hope your next hat is a bullet jesus christ what are you fucking asian dick crazy (laughs) you <laughs> you have to ruin my evening. Like I, I'm just gonna just listen, you know, listen to my bud do their show, and you, get, you gotta, you just gotta do this. Without the hat, so you're not enjoying it. No, <laughs> dude. Asian oh, come Dick on, Tracy. I really enjoy it. You look no. like you're going undercover <laughs> in in Argentina, but it's not working. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you. I oh, hate come on. You secretly love it. 
No, no, I openly hate it. <laughs> <laughs> and there you have it. Uh, so subscribe to the Sunday Night Shit Show at youtube.com slash Sunday Night Shit Show. And uh, hope to see you there on Sunday nights. Bye. Welcome to The Starting Block. Follow on Twitter at The Starting Block. Drop the K at the end. Find the podcast on iTunes or on TAVshow.com. back in the luck ladies and gentlemen boys and girls a little bit later and later to come back in i'm worried i'm gonna run out of time but it's working fucking that thing keeps on coming in it just goes forever that back intro um <laughs> demo said <laughs> this today yeah. like, uh afl suspension what the fuck now have you ever seen in your life a suspension where a suspension was handed out and then like a couple of weeks later they come back and go nah nah fuck it let's let's change that amount we're gonna double it i can't remember one, but I'm sure it must have happened at some point. Sure. So basically, what happened was, um, it's you, they make these things unnecessarily fucking complicated. So the MRO, which is like the match review, whatever. I, I don't mm-hmm. even know what the O stands for, Greeno. Do you know organization what the is? Again? Organization could it be? I don't know. Anyway, the MRO, the match review people, they said, "Oh, look." Basically, we don't want to make a ruling on this because what happened is he walked off the field, uh, Toby Green, the standing captain for the Giants last year, he walked off the field and kind of bumped into the umpire as he was walking past. Barely, barely touched him, yet they had to find, like, JFK-style shooting angles. It was Zapparuta film <laughs> that fucking had to convict Toby Green on this one yeah. to prove that there was an actual contact. Yeah. Like, if you look from here, like from the book depository, Greeno, across the road, if you mm. see the grassy null, Greeno, you can see there that uh, Green makes slight contact with the umpire's arm just at that the, moment. The win from Megan Trainer's ass out of her half of the toilet to her husband's would have caused more impact to this dude's shoulder than what Toby Green did. That's right. So, so they said, look, we'll give him three weeks and we'll see what happens. Now, the AFL, the governing body, then appealed this because they said three weeks isn't good enough. We need to suspend him for more. So the AFL went to appeal, and that in which case it then goes to the tribunal, and that's a, like a full legal setting. So basically what happened was he wasn't even there for this, right? So basically what this is, this is ridiculous to me. You had like two QCs, Queen's councils basically, arguing mm. with each other about how long a player should be suspended for, for bumping into an umpire. And, you know, it turns out apparently they said, okay, on appeal, we'll make it six weeks. The funny thing to me was like, um, you know, I don't even know if that's wrong. I'm not, I'm not sure that it is. Okay. If, if the penalty is six weeks, then it's six weeks, but it's so ridiculous to have like these drawn out legal proceedings and stuff. I'm, I'm a fan of mandatory minimums when it comes to sport. You know what I mean? Like, how about we this, make this rule? You're going for four. Exactly. Yeah. If you, you touch, touch the umpire. Nah, see, that, that, that creates an interesting thing. Because if he gets six weeks mandatory minimums for this, if he shivers him, 
does he still only get six? Yes, exactly. No. That's exactly so you might as well go the full sieve. You stole my yeah. gag. You stole my gag. Ah, so, sorry. <laughs> so I was going to say, so now you could fuck his wife, Greedo. <laughs> and you'll only be rubbed out for four weeks. I didn't realize you were setting up to a joke there. My apologies. That's all good. I thought you were making a legitimate point. Yeah. Like, man, man, do you remember what What are you talking about? <laughs> now you could murder Sorry. him on the field, and you'll only get <laughs> you'll only get six weeks. But you'll also apologies get two weeks. You'll also get two weeks for bringing the pen knife tucked into your ass crack. You know, mm. so you stab him in the neck. <laughs> They drag him away. He's pissing blood everywhere. <laughs> they drag him away. Now, there's no send-off rule in AFL, Greedo. So you could there, you could butcher yeah. him with a hatchet on the field, and you would they wouldn't be allowed to take you off the field until the end of the game. You'd have to. Interesting <laughs> question. Interesting question for you, though, Damo. Is there double? Is there a double jeopardy rule when it comes to these proceedings? Mm. Like, if you stab if you stab the goal umpire, can can you only if you stab the field umpire as well? Can you not be convicted? <laughs> Of the same man true minimum because you're like, well, I've already stabbed one. I've just stabbed an umpire, but I've just done it twice. Yeah, it's six weeks no matter what. So no, no I think I think you would get two counts of six weeks for that, Greedo. Ah, see, that's disappointing. <laughs> yeah, two counts of touching an umpire. Yeah, <laughs> with a shiv. With a shiv. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Demo. Oh, any updates? Great trade week radio. Uh, Melbourne getting it done with the fucking COVID cases, but anything is actually has anything happened in a week of talk in AFL trade week? Oh, I, very, I always look to you. Yeah, very little. <laughs> very <laughs> fucking been little. It's literally been over a week of trade week radio. Yep. Two weeks almost, yep. and nothing's gotten done. Yeah, and I'm consuming like on a daily basis, more or less, like I don't always get the full two shows in. You, you understand, right? Yeah. Sometimes it's like one and a half. Sometimes I only hear one. Sometimes I hear half of each, right? Stuff like that. So I'm consuming though, like roughly four hours a day of trade radio through the podcast yeah. screen. Right? While I'm at work and stuff. Yeah. Now you're at work. It's fun. You're right. Most of the deals that have happened are really just like, it's becoming a pick fest, a pick trade fest. And I think to be yeah. fair, so all the deals are like we've we've we trade pick forty five and forty nine for pick twenty two, and then we trade yeah. pick twenty two for a future second rounder, a future third rounder, and you know a late first rounder in next year's draft. It's all it's all that kind of shit. Uh, there mm. has been a couple of players move. A guy named Adam Chera has moved from Frio to Carlton, and he was like a top ten uh, draft pick three years ago. So that's probably like the the biggest name. Actually, have to ask though, what what did it take to get that done? Uh, well, see, you know, can it's going to take at least pick number uh, six, Greeno, to get that done. Yeah, and it was, I think it was a straight swap pick six. Interestingly, though, so the reason I think there's a lot of picks being traded around is because of COVID. They haven't been able to see like the young guys play the last two years. Yeah, true. Yeah. So nobody. Yeah, I mean, do interstate travel, eh? Right. So I think everyone's trying to load up, unless you've got an eye on a, an established player now, and except for like obvious, like the first 25 in the draft who, are, who will probably stand out. And then after that, it probably, you, you, you're taking a bigger risk after that because they're more unknown quantities, right? So mm. I think a lot of these teams are trading for future picks instead. Because like maybe they're hoping that okay uh, next year we get to see a better draft or something like that. But um, you know, interestingly, do you remember a guy who played for the Giants a few years ago named Rory Lobb? No, no, he's like this huge fucking guy. 
super tall, got really long arms. He could clunk a lot of like contested marks. I think one year he mm-hmm. had the most contested marks in the league. Anyway, okay. he took a big money deal to move to Frio three years ago. And yeah. yesterday on the trade talk, getting it done, Greeno, apparently he now wants to come back. He wants to come back nice. to the Giants. So What's it going to take to get this done? What are we going to have to do to get this done? Now, he's on yeah. like 750 or something at Frio. There's, he's not fucking worth well, 750 he's No, no, no. Well, there's got to be – we're going to have to throw in some cash to get that done. Yeah, we're going to have to tip – maybe maybe we might have to tip a player out to get it done, Greeno. You reckon tip out? Tip out to get it done? All we right, might have to out. trade. They're, they're talking tip out, about – Tip out, cash in. Yeah. The, player in. Player out, cash in, yeah. get it done. Get me, give me 200 kicker, Greeno. How much? Did two, no, I reckon, no, here's what I'm proposing to get it done, Damo. Hmm. I reckon you're doing 750. I reckon the guy's about a 400 player, right? So what we do at the he is a 400 player the way he's been playing the last couple of years. He is a 750 player if he plays well, but he hasn't. So, you know, what do you, you're only as good so as you're we, playing. You know, spot on. So here's what, here's what I propose to get it done. Okay. We, 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 we get him. Yeah. They have, there's a 250K kicker. Right, so now we're down to five hundred. Yeah. So five hundred there. Now what we do is we send over a two hundred k player okay. with another with another hundred cash. Yeah. But the value of that player is probably only worth about a hundred. <laughs> okay. So we come out net zero. That'll get it done. This sounds needlessly complicated. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Perfect for AFL draft radio, right? Nice. We just wasted three minutes talking about something that's never going to get done. Can we throw but, in? Can we throw in a future second round draft pick as well? Why? Because look, just to make it more there's risk, complicated. There's risk associated with the second round draft pick. I personally prefer a third, yeah. uh, third round, a third round. Given the circumstances of that, can yeah. we get the agent on the line? We need the agent on the line yeah. just to find if they feel we need to get a third, third round draft. All pick jokes aside, round. all jokes aside, I watched a movie a couple of weeks ago. You've probably seen it, Greeno, and I fucking hate Kevin Costner, but I really liked this movie. It's called Draft you Day. Draft Day? Yeah. Fuck me, I love that movie. Fuck so it good. was a good movie. It, it, unfortunately, it's, 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 it doesn't strike me as a kind of movie you can watch twice and enjoy it the same like another movie, but because now it, you know all the twists is. and turns. So Yeah. It's, it's still a good movie when you watch it back, but yeah. yeah. Dante Mac, number one, no yeah. matter what, baby. So that wasn't uh, a true story or anything, though, was it? No, nah, of course not. Okay. Nah, all fiction. See, because I personally, I hate Jennifer Garner. But it's a but real I team, loved though. In that movie. Yeah, it's a real team. Yeah, but that's what threw me off. Story. Yeah. But uh, yeah, really, I, I love that movie. I watched that every, literally every NFL draft. I watched that movie. <laughs> it's, it's <a> good film. <laughs> yeah, that was, was a good one. Nerd. I don't know. It was yeah. pretty good. It's not as good as Moneyball, which is in a similar. No, realm. no, no. Money, Moneyball's pretty cool. We, we love Moneyball. We watch that frequently. At least twice uh, yeah, a year, no, I watch Moneyball. Easy, yeah, easy. Because once again, it's not a baseball film. It's just, no. it's just a good movie. That's right. It just happens to be about baseball. But yeah, draft day, very, very good. <laughs> Dennis Leary, how can you go wrong as yeah. the angry coach? Yes, exactly. Brian Drew runs my offense like a pro. I hate rookie quarterbacks, quarterbacks, because they fucking don't know anything. <laughs> you know, they choke. <laughs> They're stupid. They're scared. <laughs> I was like, fucking fair point. Anyway, it is very good. What the fuck are we yeah, talking about here, Greener? I like I'm stories um, about pinatas. No, 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 no. I'm excited because it's been a while since we've done these. Because we talk, I've talked about this plenty on the show. Oh. I now refuse to watch any, watch or read any mainstream news or media, right? You're out. You're uh, done. So I, don't, I don't listen. I don't listen to radio. I don't listen. I don't, I don't read any news. Anything on Twitter that. You're uh, probably, and is, you're probably a very happy person as a result, Greener. Uh, 
Mate, hundred percent. I used to get so angry at these things. Now it hasn't phased me because five years or four years ago, I just stopped doing it. Now, so what you've taken you've taken the attitude. Let the world burn around me. I'm going to enjoy my fucking hamburger and beer on the couch. It's all horseshit anyway. So yeah. fuck it. Why am I subjecting myself to it? So uh, <laughs> as a result, what happened is the but that's not rugby leagues yeah. on our show yes. dissipated. We used to have like ten a week. That's right. Where I was listening to radio, I was reading stuff, I was on like reading newspapers. It was just there was but that's not rugby leagues everywhere. So now when they pop up, they're, they're, they're kind of like little special. unicorns. Yeah, yeah, they were little unicorns. And yeah. I saw this one pop up uh, from someone. There we go. Long version. I think this is the 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 long the, but that's not rugby league goat there, Greeno. Goat. Now, if a uh, bit of backstory, a bit of open the kimono. Mm. The the joke we keep on making about the shore version is we mm. used to have so many, but that's not rugby league. Yes. In our rundown, we couldn't play the intro all the time. We couldn't play the intro, so we literally just had the goat, <laughs> and that was the shore version. Yeah. It was just. <laughs> and it, I, think had it was, I think it was siren and then goat. Mm. Iron then go. And that was the short version. Yeah. But there was that many, but that's not rugby leagues because I used to just consume regular media. Um, we needed to cut down it because it's like, dude, we can't keep playing the fucking You used to get you used week. to get three or four, but that's not rugby leagues a week just from uh big sports breakfast greener on two. Yeah, well, I was getting ten a week from that. Week. I guarantee it. Yeah, Jimmy especially Smith when Jimmy Smith was on. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it'd be six an episode. We had a tally board. There was literally a tally board where I was keeping that's count right. of the, but that's not rugby league. Yes. And Jimmy Smith won the inaugural prize with like 68 yeah. rugby league. And which was a shock to league. us in the studio because we thought TK was going to take TK. it out like without question. 100%. He was second. Yeah, he was second with 50 was. odd. It was, yeah. it was brutal listening, Big Swords Breakfast. Um, <laughs> but the buzzard, our old favorite. Uh, Phil Rothfield. This week. I saw someone retweet this into my timeline, which mm-hmm. annoyed me because I had to see the buzzard stuff. We're like, oh, but that's not rugby league. Women's cricket, this is his tweet. Women's cricket needs a challenge system like the men. Meg Lanning, Meg Lanning out LBW, she clearly hit the bat. Even NRL Bunker would have picked that up. <laughs> nice, Gary! <laughs> well done, buzzard. Well done. Well done. Got to get some NRL. Oh, that, but, that's a, but that's not rugby league right there. Mm. We have a bat. But that's that is, no. That's no. Especially in the uh, NRL, NRL off season, they go no. berserk with them. I might have to listen just for the just for this show, mm. like subject myself to like an hour of big sports breakfast. You wouldn't even now. Uh, you wouldn't need an hour. Just ten minutes will do. <laughs> ten, <laughs> ten minutes a week, you'll get three or four. But that's not rugby league, Screener. In ten, usually in yeah, the first yeah. half an hour of the show during the off season, when it's mm. like cricket. Cricket is a big rugby league referencer. Um, motorsport, 100%. you know, they'll talk about rugby league for some God knows what reason. So, yeah, yeah. 10 minutes at the start of the show. That'll do. Yeah. When I, light week, I'll just listen to 10 minutes. We'll get, get it covered. Yeah. Uh, before we get to the last thing of demo, I saw this pop up in my emails this week mm. uh, from the Australian Podcast Awards. Remember those awards where yes. you have to pay to be nominated for the awards? Yes, that's right. Good news, demo. Yeah, now they're offering uh, us at the block a chance to win a free 
podcast mentoring session. Wow, no, really? Gary. Hang on, a, a, a podcast mentoring session. Hang on, so if we qualify for the best podcast award, why yeah. are they now selling us like tutoring session? Because I thought we'd already been kind of <clears throat> placed on the approval list for the best podcast award if we if we cough up the cash. Cough up the coin. Yeah. Nah, exactly. But here's the thing. Uh, they've teamed up with iHeartRadio. Oh, uh, and a chance to win an episode. So are you here's the here's the the email I got. Uh-huh. Are you looking for some tips and advice to take your podcast to the next level? Really? Well what what next level? Like the award winning level where we just fork over some coin. Well we're then, we're pretty big in Vietnam, so I would suggest the next level exactly. is probably Cambodia. Yeah. Register here for your chance to win a private 30-minute mentoring session with some of the most experienced leaders in the podcast industry. You know what, though? Maybe we should consider this because wouldn't it be cool to send them a clip of our show where it's like, fuck you and, like, (laughs) racist. Talking about about 1980s Eddie Murphy and, you know, (laughs) that kind of (laughs) thing. Now now mentor me. Yeah. How, how, could, how do you Help reckon take, I can get this to rate higher in Vietnam? How do you reckon we can take this to the next fucking level? Fuck this. All right. I'm, I'm registering. I'm definitely it. registering for this. I'll do it. I'll well, do it during the week. Let's see what they say. Uh, in the, uh, here you go. In these sessions, you get personalized feedback on your podcast. Really? <laughs> yes. From the industry's leading experts. That's going to be uh, The session will cover topics like format, host presentation, monetization, and audience growth strategies. You'll come out of the meeting with big guidance on what's working. Dude, register dude, here. Dude, now, what do you reckon <laughs> that we, we get charged to register for this? I'm going to click on it now. Oh. Let's, let's have a look. All right. I'm going to say for some reason I'm Man. I'm picturing three figures. So I'm going to say like it's going to be like $199 or $299 or something like that. You know what I mean? Uh, so nothing here, okay. but it does. Okay. So full name, email address, phone number, name of your podcast, link to the podcast, podcast genre, personal journals. Excellent. Tell us about your podcast. Well, I'll just I'll put the blurb in about fucking perfect strangers. Yes. Too many fucks. Uh, one question you need to ask your mentors: What would it be? Um, do you go to the bathroom next to your partner? <laughs> that would be my question. <laughs> uh, would you like to be contacted about future opportunities? No, we wouldn't. Future uh, opportunities? Excellent. Don't we want to get the future opportunities, Greeno? Ah, uh, that means we get flooded with spam in our inbox, sir. Oh, I don't want right. to deal with that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm. Very good. Well, right, that's, I'll, that's I'll the cost. That. That's the cost of being the greatest podcast, as per the award, Greener. You know, a lot of Ooh. people want to get in touch with you and sell you things. If it, actually, no, that's a good question. If there's one question you'd ask the mentors, what would it be? Is it appropriate to charge people to be nominated for an award? <laughs> that would be my question. <laughs> nice, Gary. <laughs> I'll do that. Absolutely. I'll do that during the week. Yes. Let's see if we win. See what I happens. don't like our chances. Okay. <laughs> I really don't like our chances. No. Ah, MLB Statman, sir, to end the week. I'm a Statman. Final week of the regular MLB season was last week. Wasn't it a cracker? Uh, the Giants end up sending, setting a, a, a record for their club. 18, oh no, this wasn't the club. This is all of MLB ever. 18 pinch hit homers over the course of the season. That's the most ever in MLB history. I saw you were tweeting your tits off during the game, Greeno. Was that... Was that you I was noticing talking about the Giants? And next uh, thing I, then I saw all the videos, all the celebration videos from the locker room. Yeah, and stuff. that yeah. sounds like me. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Well, that was uh, quick, quicker in our story time. Yeah. So, I like stories about pinatas. 
We won. We won 107 games this season, but it took us to the last day to lock down the division because yeah. the Dodgers just happened to be in a division. They won 106 games, so we need I to was, win the last game of the year. I was going to say. <laughs> I was going to say, how filthy would you be that you you had a 106 game winning season and didn't win the division? You would be fucking pissed. <laughs> exactly. Both the Giants and Dodgers would have won every other division by over six games. That's incredible. <laughs> So just insane. So anyway, Sunday, uh, Monday morning, woke up, and I, I was so nervous I couldn't even watch the game. I needed to know we were ahead by a fair bit before I could watch. So it was like eight – because all the games start on the final day at the exact same time. Ah, the, so they that's like the like, Premier League does that too, the last game. Yeah, yeah. so people can't rest players and stuff. Well, they used and you've to also got like – yeah, you got live ladder situations. So if, if mm. you know – Everyone plays that last game. They don't know the outcome. Whereas if you know that you can't make it the next day or whatever, you're like, oh, who gives a fuck? And then Spot on. the punters, exactly the that's when the reason. punters get angry, Greeno, because they're like, well, yeah. if you're not playing to win, why am I uh, losing money here? You know, so. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, the same thing happened. And, yeah, basically uh, Giants were ahead like 11 to 1, I think, mm -hmm. when I turned it on. Well, I saw the score. I'm like, okay, I can breeze easy. It's like 8 a.m., so I went and got a beer and went back into bed. My wife looked at me. She's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, well, fucking. Drinking, drinking 8 a.m. beers in bed. I'm like, I'm like, this is history. It's a fucking Monday public holiday. Yeah. Once again, I'm using I'm using up one of my fucks there. Yeah. Uh, it's, I, it's Monday got, morning. It's Life's good. We've got a shed that needs to be finished we, out the back. To be finished, yeah. yeah. But I'm about to watch the Giants win their 100. The, the first time they've won the division, I've ever witnessed it. Because I've been a fan since 2012. Uh -huh. um, but I only started really watching the Giants week in, week out from 2013. Okay. The last time they won the division was 2012. Ah, so I've right. never seen my team win the division. We did it. We set a record for the most amount of wins ever by a San Francisco team. Uh, so I'm like, I'm going to fucking celebrate. This is the beer. Ready, sitting there to celebrate. And then the Padre scored four runs pretty quickly, or oh, three runs pretty quickly. I'm like, oh. man, don't get jinxing it. Thankfully, I was able to sit there, enjoy my beer, because we got the win. Go. <laughs> nice, Gary. I did get a filthy look, though, drinking a Budweiser at 8 a.m. in bed whilst watching a baseball <laughs> game, but I'm like, public holiday. Public holiday, baby. Let's get tanks. Uh, Blue Jays won. So uh, every single uh, – Four of the American League East teams have 90 wins. Okay. Since the divisional play began in 1969, mm. it's only the second time ever a division has had four 90-win teams. Last time was in 1978. You had Vladimir Guerrero Jr. and Marcus Simeon are the fourth different pair of MLA teammates in MLB history to each hit 45 home runs in the same season. Mm. Uh, some of those names that exist, Babe Ruth and uh, Lou Gehrig had two of the five. There you go. Uh, Roger Maris and Mickey Mantle were also another one in the record-setting season of 1961. And then you had Juices, uh, Rodriguez and Palmero, and Juices, Ramirez, and Ortiz in 05. Juices. So, <laughs> drug cheats drug and fucking some of the greatest ever. So so <laughs> is said, there an asterisk next to the drug cheats? Because they're kind of weird with stuff like that. Like, you know. There's not in this tweet I copied. But okay. uh, there's definitely an asterisk next to those records, considering Ramirez and Ortiz were both implicated by drugs and one tested positive. Yep. Rodriguez was, yeah, definitely a juicer, and actually so was Palmeiro. So, but they, um, but he never. One of them, down. one of them never got caught though, right? Well, one of them tested positive. Yeah. Um, but they did. He tested positive during an uh, a period where they said, "Hey, we're going to test you guys, but no one gets suspended." Really? So the guys were still using drugs. But yeah, he got popped, 
but he didn't get suspended for it. So it's technically not a conviction, <laughs> but it came out years later that, yeah, he, he tested positive. Wow. <laughs> um, I've said dog, it before. Dog, I've yeah. so, sorry, Greener. I've said it before and I'll say it again. You everyone on drugs. I believe in my heart of hearts. I'm being, this is not a joke. This is not a bit. This is not, I'm not doing this for entertainment. My genuine belief is they should legalize all performance enhancing drugs in sport um, from the fucking get go, Greener. No, legalize them. Because, because we'll save millions and millions and millions of dollars on testing for them. And I want to see eight foot tall fucking, you know, bionic <laughs> supermen running the hundred meters in three seconds. And I think everybody would. So like, you wouldn't want to see that. Exactly. So let the athletes, if they want to let them, you know, juice their bodies to the point of where they die of a heart attack at the age of 29. Like if that's what they want to do, if they want to have glory, you know, beforehand, mm-hmm. if they want to be a sporting icon that's remembered forever and run the hundred meters in three seconds, then, you know, let yep. them juice, let them juice up. Yep. We'll enjoy it. And for the ones who don't juice or perhaps just juice a little bit, Greedo, we can think of them as like the Rudies in the sporting event. <laughs> and we'll, we'll root for them, you know, and, <laughs> and the big, the big juiced up guys will be like, well, I'm not running the hundred meters if you don't let Rudy run, you know, and they'll come yeah. in and they'll hand in their needles to the coach. Yeah. You know, look, here's my shit. Here's, I'm not taking any more juice. Until you let little Rudy, Until we let yeah. little Rudy run the hundred in fourteen seconds. Yeah, like a fucking everybody will be standing around having a cup of coffee by the time he finishes. Like, like Eric the Eel. Yeah, <laughs> Eric the Eel. Yeah. yeah, that's right. So yeah, that's, Statman. Yeah. <laughs> Dodgers tied a franchise record. Dodgers, Dodgers came second. They tied a franchise. Tied their franchise record of one hundred and six wins. Finished second. No team in MLB history has ever won more games and not finished in first place in their divisional league. Uh-huh. Uh, at 20 years of age and 220 days, Wanda Franco is the youngest player in postseason history with multiple hits in his playoff debut. Wanda Randy Franco, one Wanda Franco, one Wanda Franco, Wanda Franco. <laughs> Randy Rosarina today set a, a, a record by becoming the first player in history to hit uh, a home run and steal home base in the same postseason game. It's not nice, home Gary. in a postseason game today. Yeah. Unbelievable. That dude, I'm a big bit, fan of Randy. Bit, there's a little bit of Willie Mays haze about him, Greeno. Definitely a bit of Willie Mays haze. This dude, uh, last year, uh, he got the nickname some motherfucker named Randy because uh, this guy is just unbelievable. Like, real kind of like no-name player that plays the Rays. It was a rookie, la- a rookie this year technically, but he, he got caught up late last year, uh-huh. and he he set the record for most postseason home runs, and he just went berserk and basically almost single handedly beat the Yankees last year. So someone tweeted, "Going, are we seriously the Yankees seriously going to get beaten by some motherfucker named Randy?" So they <laughs> ran with it as like as some promotional. So he started wearing shirts like some oh, motherfucker Jerry. named Randy. That's incredible. Plus, just own so it, embrace it. Yeah, exactly. It was some so motherfucker uh, named Randy. Love it. Yeah. So this is the greatest stat man ever. I'm calling it. I'm putting it out there. Okay. This is the greatest stat man I'm in the history man. of the show. Did you know in the Seattle Mariners' 44 years of existence, they've experienced more ruptured testicles, five, than playoff appearances, four? <laughs> nice, Gary. If, if you can find a better stat than that, I will stat. eat my hat. 
That's a good stat. That's a fucking perfect stat and a great way to end the show tonight, Greeno, because I love those. Those are the stats that gets, get me most excited about stats, Greeno. I love that shit. Uh, they're the best stats available. Uh, tomorrow, before we go, hmm. uh, is the greatest day in the baseball calendar because 4 a.m. playoff baseball starts, 4 p.m. playoff baseball ends. Wow. I've got 12 hours straight of four straight back-to-back-to-back playoff games and that's if the games go three hours they're not going to go three hours they're going to go way longer right uh it's so once again it's 4 a.m budweiser's tomorrow <sighs> i've already told the wife leave me alone take care of the kids she's got a dentist point which is a bit fucking inconvenient for me yeah i mean uh, couldn't she, she couldn't she have considered your plans before making these appointments with the dentist greener especially for super saturday at baseball playoffs it's oh. the only time there's four of oh, technically there might be one more day this year. But and, and look how much you're sacrificing here. You've said very few fucks tonight. I've cut the fucks way down, yeah. I must admit. And she like can't even help you out. And she can't even help you out by looking after the kids and waiting on your hand and foot while you fucking feed your face and sink piss watching baseball for twelve hours, starting at four AM. I mean minimum, what a selfish minimum, woman. Minimum twelve hours. Minimum twelve hours. It's very hours. inconvenient. Like I know, like, admittedly, dental hygiene is important, but yeah. is it more important than me sinking piss for twelve hours? Surely not. Baseball? Surely not. We don't live I mean, we're living in a fucking society here, Greeno. Mm. You know, people should act. I miss the old days. Yeah, I miss the old days, Damo. You know, Mm. equality Mm. it has its drawbacks. It certainly does. (laughs) Why didn't we think about these things? You're going to need to get on the nose beers at four a.m. The you know (laughs) regular beers won't be good enough. You'll have to get on the nose beers, mate. The nose budweisers. The nose buds. (laughs) (laughs) Kick me through the twelve hours of baseball. Start you off on the right foot. Yeah. Honey, I don't Plugs. have a drinking problem. Plugs. <laughs> well, good. Follow Greeno at the starting block. One where I drop the K at the end. Follow myself at Boogie Bumper. Follow our friends. Um, I'm doing a show, Daily Boogie, tomorrow, uh, 6 p.m. East Coast time, Greeno. So. Actually, quick quick thing before we go. Yeah. Uh, something popped up in Twitter as I go. Who do you think's hotter between Sigourney Weaver and Jamie Lee Curtis? Uh, Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah, I agree. I yeah, agree. I'm, I've I never been a Sigourney Weaver fan. I'm the same, but yeah, there's some very uh, sultry shots celebrating her birthday today for some reason that are popping yeah. up on my Twitter feed. But I'm with you, Jamie Lee, all the way. Yeah. I mean, it's not much of a choice, like either way. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> not, I wouldn't seek either out, given the option, but anyway. Uh, anyway, yeah, uh, the boogie's back tomorrow. Good to, good to hear. Yeah, just a big, one-off. Big show? Just, I, I like don't you know. you got a long show planned? Or? Uh, we'll, I don't know. We'll see how we go. I don't know how long it's going to go for. I might be 45 minutes and I go, all right, that's it. I'm out of here. I'm going to do something else. I'm going to go put a shed together. I'll see you later. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, we're just going to feel it out. So that, yeah, Yeah. that'll be tomorrow. Uh, Follow me at Boogie Bumper. Uh, That's it. Till next week, Greeno. See you guys next week. Bye bye. We'll always be bosom buddies, friends, sisters, and pals. We'll always be bosom buddies. If life should reject you, there's me to protect you. If I say that your tongue is vicious, if I call you uncouth, it's simply that who else but I? Somebody will sit down and tell you the truth.